Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130. To Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991. To Boston, Bloomberg 1200. To San Francisco, Bloomberg 960. To the country, Sirius XM Channel 119. And around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Bloomberg Surveillance. Good morning, 7.30 on Wall Street. I'm Michael McKee along with Tom Keen. One M&A deal this morning, Revlon, going to acquire Elizabeth Arden. $419 million, not a big deal, $14 a share, values Elizabeth Arden about $870 million. Some analysts say uh, it is not a particularly good deal. Uh, one described it as putting lipstick on a pig, somebody uh, looking at the uh, what they make. Uh, but it is a good deal for Arden shareholders, the stock up 49% in the early trade. We've been talking about this all morning, Spanish authorities investigating some Banco Santander and BNP Paribas employees, allegations they may have shielded customers' international transfers from tax authorities. They uh, may bring criminal charges. Uh, BP can keep spending at a reduced rate of about $17 billion for another three years without affecting growth. That out now from Chief Executive Bob Dudley. They have enough projects on hand to be able to continue producing fuel. Uh, he says this in a uh, Bloomberg News interview. Now let's check in with Michael Barr and get the latest world and national headlines. Michael. Mike, Tom, thank you very much. The Egyptian Investigation Committee said the flight data recorder of the Egypt airplane that crashed last month, killing all 66 people on board, was recovered early this morning from the bottom of the Mediterranean Sea. Yesterday, the plane's cockpit voice recorder was also retrieved. The latest findings raise hopes that investigators will be finally able to determine the cause of the crash. The Egypt Air Abus A320 was flying to Cairo from Paris when it crashed on May 19th. Democratic presidential candidate Bernie Sanders says he will work with Hillary Clinton to transform the Democratic Party and to ensure that Republican Donald Trump is defeated. Sanders addressed his supporters in a live stream address saying, but defeating Donald Trump cannot be our only goal. We must continue our grassroots efforts to create the America that we know we can become. Officials say dozens of State Department employees are endorsing an internal document that advocates U.S. military action to pressure Syria's government into accepting a ceasefire and engaging in peace talks. The position is at odds with U.S. policy. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists and more than 150 news bureaus around the world. I'm Michael Barr. Mike Tom. Thank you, Michael. Time now for the uh, Land Rover Parsippany Bloomberg NBC Sports Update with Rob Bushkin. Good morning, Mike. Yankees have got healthy at the expense of the Twins. Didi Gregoria's sixth home run of the year broke a 1-1 tie in the seventh. Yankees end their four-game slide with a 4-1 win. CeCe Sabathia, a great start, gave up one run in six innings. Four-game set continues tonight at 8-10. Masahiro Tanaka meets Pat Dean. Mets, they take the rubber match versus Pittsburgh 6-4. to Bartolo Colon earned the win, allowing two runs in seven solid innings. Neil Walker went yard against his former club, driving in three. Atlanta rolls into town tonight. Matt Harvey gets the call. David Wright had neck surgery Thursday. Some experts say it could end his career. The surgery is to remove a herniated disc. NBA Finals Game 6, Cavs roll the Warriors 115-101 to to force Game 7 Sunday in Oakland. Copa America play. U.S. edged Ecuador 2-1 to in Seattle. They advance to the semifinals. That comes your way Tuesday. They'll play either Argentina or Venezuela. And rain halted the first round of play in the afternoon of the U.S. Open. Jordan Spieth was plus one after 11. That's your NBC Bloomberg Sports Update. Bye.
Thank you very much. Well, it's a uh, a mixed day. Risk off in the United States, risk on around the world. We'll uh, continue to follow developments all day here on Bloomberg Radio. This is Bloomberg Surveillance. I'm Michael McKee along with Tom Keen. As I mentioned, risk off means uh, S&P futures down six points right now. Dow futures off by 33. Risk on means the stock 600 is up four points and the FTSE is up 53. Time now for the Bloomberg NJIT STEM report brought to you by New Jersey Institute of Technology, investing more than $110 million a year in applied research to solve problems and improve life. Learn more at storiesofinnovation.njit.edu. A small asteroid has been discovered by NASA scientists in an orbit around the sun that keeps it as a constant companion of Earth, and it will remain so for centuries to come. As it orbits the sun, the new asteroid, designated 2016 HO3, it needs a better name, appears to circle around the Earth as well. It's too distant to be considered a true satellite of our planet, but is the best and most stable example to date of a near-Earth companion, or quasi-satellite, NASA says. In its yearly trek around the sun, asteroid 2016 HO3 spends about half the time closer to the sun than the Earth, then passes ahead of the planet at about half of the time farther away. Its orbit is also tilted a little, so it bobs up and down once a year through Earth's orbital plane. So it's sort of caught in a game of leapfrog with the Earth that will last for hundreds of years. A NASA spacecraft bound for a 4th of July encounter with Jupiter in the latest quest to study how the largest planet in the solar system formed and evolved. As Juno approaches Jupiter's harsh radiation environment, it will fire its main engine to slow down and slip into orbit around the planet. If all goes as planned, Juno will spend nearly a year circling Jupiter's poles and peering through clouds to scrutinize the planet's southern and northern lights, strongest in the solar system. Unlike Earth, which is a rocky planet, Jupiter is a gas giant made up of mostly hydrogen and helium. Scientists still don't know whether Jupiter has a solid core or how much oxygen or water the planet has. Information that could help unravel how Earth and the solar system came to be. The trip to Jupiter, the fifth planet from the sun, took the spacecraft Juno nearly five years. That's the STEM report. Tom Keen. Very good. Uh, this is a thrill. We get in something in the vicinity, Mike. I, I'll let you decide. 50 books a day, five days a week. <laughs> it does seem 50 like 50 weeks indeed. a year. And then there's a book where you pick it up and you immediately know it's the most beautiful book you've held in your hands in years. And then you realize with the bonus round, it's actually worth something to read. This is my Book of the summer of 2016, if you like black and white photos, if you live for Eelford and D76 developer, get 64 Shots by Kevin Roberts. I will put it out on my Amazon read this list. Kevin Roberts, iconic with an advertising and messaging in how to move forward through life. Of course, he spent a few years at Saatchi and Saatchi. Kevin, congratulations. Where did leadership in a crazy world come from? Where, where did the idea come from that it combines Muhammad Ali with A.G. Laffley of Procter and Gamble with um, uh, the leadership of the Episcopal Church, the Anglican Church of England. Rowan Williams, it was a, a culmination of um, 50 years' experience. I've been working since I was a kid of 16, and the conclusion I've reached over those 50 years is it's not about quality, it's not about management, it's not about product. The thing that makes the essential difference to sustainable success is leadership. And in this crazy, crazy, fast-paced 
VUCA world that we live in now, leadership is once again turning into an art, not just a science. So I tried to capture legends, stories, anecdotes, examples, lessons, and put them all together in 64 shots, 64 bites, so people could dip in, dip out, be enthused, and be inspired. You describe yourself as a radical optimist. What does that mean? Which part, Mike, are you confused about? Uh, the, uh, I think it was Colin Powell who said to me years ago, perpetual optimism is a force multiplier. And, you know, I've always been optimistic, but in a very radical way, a very progressive way. At Saatchi and Saatchi, we believe one thing. Nothing is impossible. And uh, I think that's a way of looking at the world, at turning VUCA, volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous, into a more super VUCA, if you like, that's vibrant, unreal, you, crazy. You, you use the terms uh, VUCA and super VUCA. Explain that uh, to, to our listeners. Well, VUCA was something that was actually explained to me by a four-star U.S. Uh, general who said at West Point now they had the belief that the world we lived in was not the orderly, strategic world that we would like to imagine out there, but it was a world that was VUCA, V-volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous. To which I replied, you know, if you live in Italy and Argentina, that's been 200 years, the only thing they've ever known. But you're right, I think that is the way the pace of the world is moving now. But we have a more radically optimistic take on that, which is it's a super VUCA world. If you're in advertising, after all, everything is super, you know, <laughs> super league, super size, super model. You know, it's just got to be super. And this is the new and improved Bloomberg surveillance, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when you when you look at your book, and clearly it is it is within the MBA leadership zeitgeist books, the number well, we got to come back and talk about this. We don't have time to do this in, in this part of the book. I want to come back and talk to you about how much I hate the word passion. I hate with a passion people that talk about passion. You don't talk about passion. You just say, look, here's the realities we have. Get enthusiastic and move forward. We will continue. Kevin Roberts with us. This is a wonderful Friday digression. Yes, we will speak of uh, England and Brexit in Remain here as well. The book is 64 Shots. It is my book of the summer. Michael McKee and Tom Keene, we're on our way to London. Bloomberg Surveillance. Bloomberg Surveillance brought to you by Bentley University. What do tying up the finances at Converse and managing asset allocations at J.P. Morgan have in common? A business degree from Bentley University because business is everywhere. Prepare here. Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And this uh, Bloomberg Business Flash being brought to you by Sector Spider ETFs. Why buy a single stock when you can invest in the entire sector? Visit SectorSPDRS.com or call 1-866-SECTOR-ETF. Uh, looks like a risk-on sentiment, at least in the overseas uh, markets, the FTSE 100 of eight-tenths of a percent, but off the best level of the session. The CAC in Paris up six-tenths of a percent. 
and Germany. The DAX was up uh, three-tenths of a percent. But that's uh, not exactly uh, following through in the U.S., where we have uh, futures, S&P futures, lower right now, down six points, down three-tenths. The uh, Dow futures, 26 points lower. That's down two-tenths. And the Nasdaq E-mini futures right now, uh, six points lower. That is down uh, two-tenths. Real quick, just to bring you one deal uh, in the news, this out of Europe, Siemens and GameSet. They uh, say they have agreed on a merger of their wind power businesses this morning. And among the most actively traded stocks in the pre-market, uh, Apple shares, they are down about half a percent right now after the uh, Beijing authorities ruled against it in a, a patent case. And we check the markets for you every 15 minutes during the trading day right here on Bloomberg Radio. I'm John Tucker. Back to Michael and Tom. John Tucker, thanks so much. It is nice after the insane Wednesday and Thursday that we've seen. And I should point out heartbreaking Thursday with the assassination of a member of parliament in the United Kingdom. To speak with Kevin Roberts, we do in celebration of 64 shots, leadership in a crazy uh, world. It is by far and away the most beautiful book that has walked in the door in years. Gorgeous photos, including Mr. Springsteen, Mr. Clemens, Vivian Westwood, Rowan Williams we mentioned earlier, and others. And we talked to Kevin Roberts about leadership, but we need to turn now to some of the themes of the moment. Mike and I will travel to London to be with John Farrow and Francine Lacroix in our coverage of the EU referendum. How should elites speak today, and particularly how do Bermain and Brexit elites speak after the murder of Joe Cox? I think they have to speak from the heart and, and, and stop talking about policy, strategy, facts. I think the British public have been inundated with pros and cons. We now have to have some sense of decency and let people make this big decision themselves mm-hmm. With their hearts. Tell us about where you grew up. You grew up, grew up down the road from Chartwell, from Churchill Summer Place. Is that right? Yeah. I grew up in a uh, prefab, they called them, which was a, obviously a prefabricated house in Lancaster up in the northwest in a typical sort of working-class background. My, my folks both left school when they were 14, came from large okay. families. And, uh, I how does a like prime that. minister or the mayor, the former mayor of London, how do they speak to – the people that you knew as a kid. Yeah, what they should do is spend more time speaking very uh, slowly and carefully and tell people, look, this is a very big decision for you all. You've heard enough now. Make the big decisions with your heart. Follow your feelings. Think about your future. I've got kids. I've got grandkids. Do we want to give them a future where they're contained, locked in, in a redoubt of an island? Or do we want to give them a future of freedom. So both my kids worked in Paris and Milan. I now work for a French company. I played rugby in Switzerland. Do we want our kids to be repressed and contained, or do we have the optimism and the courage to say, no, we will fix the EU problems. We will send Boris to Brussels to fix those for us, and you can have a life of freedom, our legacy to our kids. I think they should talk about kids and grandkids. What uh, is the what are the implications as a as a British business uh, oh. man? What are the implications for business in Britain should uh, Brexit occur? Economically, it's a horror story. I mean, you know, you're just we're just going to be reduced. People won't be able to uh, spend. They won't be able to travel. 
almost every business I can think of is going to face dire straits. Germany and France are absolutely huge customers of all things British because of EU tariffs and so on. I think we're make. I think Edward de Bono once told me, Kevin, there is no point being brilliant at the wrong thing. And I think this in or out is the wrong question. I think the real question is, how do we improve our position in Britain, in Europe, and how do we make Europe faster, more flexible, more appropriate for the VUCA world that we live in? So I think this referendum is on the wrong thing. Well, uh, again, as a British uh, uh, business person, have you experienced what the Leave campaigners argue, and that is uh, an ever-reaching regulatory creep from Brussels into uh, you know, the operations of UK companies. We've, we've all seen that, but it's a tiny, tiny problem that should be fixed by strong leadership. I think the EU have now had the biggest wake-up call they've ever experienced through this referendum. So the smart thing for us to do is, I think, Britain to vote for its heart, stay in the EU, and then use that position of strength to go to the EU, put our best leaders in that project and say, we're going to blue ocean the EU and strip out the bureaucracy, strip out the creep and make this work again. Does the culture of uh, Great Britain mesh with the culture of the countries on the continent? Uh, Britain with its tradition of democracy, the Magna Carta, the French say with their tradition of state control over much of the economy and people's lives? I think people love to visit France. People love to visit Spain. They love to visit Italy. They love to partake in this life. I think people want more than singularity. I think they want united. I think they want diversity. And I think they want a honeycomb mesh. I'm done with all your happy talk. What do you do about (laughs) Minecraft? A wise one of the digital world. Mike and I and... Thousands, I would say 112% of our listeners are dealing with offspring distracted by the digital world. They are basically doing too much Minecraft. And I quote uh, uh, someone that Mike McKee studied with for years, one A. Einstein. Any man who can drive safely while kissing a pretty girl is simply not giving the kiss the attention it deserves. How do we get our kids to focus? They're, uh, they're going to find their own way through this. Because, I don't buy it. Uh, there, there, stands a, there stands a guy who is not quite as optimistic, Mike, as you and I. Mike's standing here smiling no, with I'll us. I'll be optimistic. There you go. He's today. They'll find their way through. This is just a normal early adopter thing. So they already know that they're spending more time having dinner with their phone than they are with their friends. They already know that they're spending too much time texting, not enough talking. Do we need to teach them both? Do we uh, need to, let's say, okay, do Minecraft and all this, but in the same breath, we got to teach them Boring stuff you and I did years ago before color TV. Yeah, and I think you've got to accept that you probably want to inspire them rather than teach them because they learn now at rates 10 times, 12 true. times faster than Mike, we that's did. true. I mean, right. no question uh, about that. I want to talk about the manufacture of your book. I, last I heard, Kindle and digital book is gone, and clearly I've heard the renaissance of the book. Uh, this is a Brooklyn, New York book. Uh, powerhouse books, it, it, folks, it, it, it just is gorgeous. It feels like one of those artsy photo 60s books. 
Where'd you come up with the idea of black and white photos and a book of such biblical substance? Saatchi and Saatchi designer called Kane Williamson did it down in uh, New Zealand for us. We wanted to make the So it's all black in honor of the rugby guys. There you go. Silver Fern. We wanted the black to fight. We wanted the book, Tom, to fight back. Because books are a beautiful thing to touch, to feel, to smell. You haven't taken your hands off it. This morning, I hope you're going to read it as well. I'm taking on a plane to London. At a boy, yeah. but it feels beautiful. The pages, and we wanted people to go into the store like they used to, to look at this without a paper cover on mm-hmm. it, and to feel it, and then to reminisce about the black and white simplicity right. in a complex world. How do we do that? Like uh, 1928 Book of Common Prayer, Jansen type. Something like Jansen Font or or Monotype uh, Bembo or the rest. How do we give that culture to our kids? They're interested. They're looking at the past. They're very retro. They're into stuff that happened before. Of course, they think it's the 60s as far back as it went at the moment. Mm-hmm. But they are looking back. They're listening to music like that. They're looking at art like that. They're very curious. I think with these kids today, they are so connected and so collaborative and so creative they go backwards, forwards. They connect past, present, and future more easily than we were able to access. You have a beautiful photo of a gentleman who we lost this June. He was a force at PepsiCo. Tell no, us about Roger, Roger at, at, at PepsiCo. Roger was my boss uh, at PepsiCo. He was simply the most inspirational marketing guy I ever met. I once spent two days with him down on his ranch one-on-one where he gave me an MBA in two days. And I was part of the Cola Wars between Pepsi and Coke when, as you know, Roger wrote a book called The Other Guy Blinked, and New Coke came and went um, in the blink of an eye. A wonderful, charismatic, inspirational leader. Very good. Uh, thank you so much. Kevin Roberts, can't say enough about it, folks. It will be out shortly, like within the week. It's on my Amazon read this list right at the top, 64 shots, leadership in a crazy world. It is the oddest of wonderful leadership uh, books. Can't say enough about it. If you hate MBA leadership books, this is the one to get the offspring. Kevin Roberts, 64 shots. A quieter market today on this beautiful Friday. Uh, we will continue our discussion on economics, finance, investment, and international relations. This is Bloomberg Surveillance.